0: Hello, and welcome to The Family Bookshelf. I am Nick the Game, schooling dad, and with me is my wife, Amber, of ambitionsforchrist.com. So I think last time I went a little smart, so this time I'm going to show you that I'm not a super genius. I'm going to reveal a little bit more of my nerdy side and talk about some middle school fiction books that I I remember reading and really enjoying. So to start us off, a big, long series. And I keep doing this to myself, and I'm worried I'm going to run out of books because I keep (laughs) naming these series that have 14, 15 books in them, each one. Uh, This is a very popular series if you were my age. You probably may have seen it or looked at it. Uh, I know I've talked to a lot of people about it. I bought a new copy of it for the library the other day, and I had people my age, oh, that was one of my favorite books growing up. Uh, Yeah, I remember really liking it too. Um, It's called Redwall by Brian Uh... Jakes and uh very popular series for for young boys back when i was growing up and there's again probably 12 13 in the series i've read all of them i loved and enjoyed every one of them it's basically the same story 13 or 14 <laughs> times uh but there's enough wrinkles in each one and it makes it a little, little different enough that it's it's fun there's always some big war um the, the abbey of Redwall is under attack by this you know Giant horde and it's always this giant horde that is somehow bigger than the last giant horde and you know Everything's about to fall and be destroyed, but no the the heroic mouse comes and saves the day You know all very, you know puzzly and very fun. Um, There's also probably a lot of religious overtones there I think there's one I've told you before Um, in the very first book. It's um One of the big clues is I am it revolves around this uh-huh. idea, idea of, you know, Martin I Am or something like that. Mm. And it's, huh. And you looked at me and said, like, Is that a Christian book? And it's yeah. like, Oh, well, why? Because I think I was not a Christian at the time. Oh, I, yeah. I hadn't heard of that. I didn't know that that was something that Jesus said. <laughs> right. You know? So, but these these books are a lot of fun, and I always remember, you know, pretending I was one of the characters at Red Wall and, you know, mm. pretending and swinging my sword around and, you know, <laughs> getting to be around like a mouse, and I would be a badger or a rabbit, and it was so much so, fun. So, yeah,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, it's all animals, too. Yes, That's it's, the it's the all other... animals,
0: and there's really not a whole lot of uh, idea of a, a larger world out there. Mm-hmm. It is really just this animal world. There's no human involvement in anything. It's more of a medieval kind of theme. Again, the red, it's, a, it's an abbey, right. uh, and they're using swords and pikes and things like that and they're having these big epic battles these big epic wars but long before though the epic battles were popular right
1: well i mean i remember i because again i've never read it it was a fantasy and i never got really into fantasy so all my friends probably are gonna hate me for this i didn't read it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but i just remember what got them all excited was the fact that yeah they had swords and they would you know Act out battle scenes almost from it, and all these things like that. And again, I was like, Ugh, whatever. <laughs> but then I'd go play Nancy Drew over there, so I had no room to talk anyway. <laughs> but I just know that that was something I remember them doing. Was you know just how it that fantasy world just pulled them in, and they were so excited. And was you know very much it seemed like good versus evil. Yeah, like, yes, that's pretty much you know, the whole thing. The whole thing is just it was a stark contrast of like you were the good fighting the bad, and that i don't know and it's
0: all on the table there's no black and white there's no you know you might be good you might be evil. that's really there's only one that time and one book that came up about and in fact i was just about to say my favorite in the entire series is one called the outcast of redwall and i believe it's because a bad it's a weasel i think if i remember right um gets adopted by the people of the abbey and try as he might he just he can't be good you know he keeps doing bad things but You know, I don't want to give the ending away, but, well, the book's 30 years old, so if you haven't read it by now, (laughs) spoiler alert, right? Um, At the end, end, he ends up having to, you know, sacrifice himself for the girl that kind of raised him and loved him Mm. and always knew that there was good inside of him. And it was like, that's the only time in that entire series where I remember there being a real moral quandary of, (laughs) you know, how come a a weasel, how come a stoat, how come a fox always has to be bad, you know, and yet a mouse Mm -hmm. and a a hare and... are always good. That's the only time I remember that ever being, and I, ever being brought up, and that was my favorite in the entire series. Mm, yeah, and I just, and I, I didn't even understand that as a kid. It took years later, well into college, I started starting to realize, you know, this is why that book, that one in this entire series, was so special. Right. Uh, as he got older, as Brian Jakes, you know, the books got less and less, you know interesting or they, they again i i got older they're all the same story <laughs> <laughs> i keep saying that the first three are really connected having to do with the same characters uh i think it's called redwall uh marl fox and the other one is is eluding me right now but I, I i would organize these things based on their publishing date then i would go back and order them chronologically trying to figure out how they all fit into the series i just really enjoyed the Redwall series and i know i'm not alone in that oh yeah i know there's a lot of people who really mm-hmm. enjoyed that so if you have a young boy out there who's maybe on the cusp of wanting to read or learning to read i might put one of these in his hands and see if he he took on with it right um, and i would start with red wall
1: the first well and these wall. are i mean a good read aloud probably a family oh, yeah. read aloud especially Especially of just, you know, it's going to be one of those ones that interest your boys and the girls aren't going to just roll their oh, eyes no completely. No I mean, especially if you have girls that are into fantasy. I mean, I got into it if someone else was into it and I didn't have many people around me into it. Sure. So therefore, you know, and so I think that's one of those things where if you have a family where a lot of the boys would love this. The girls will jump in and get excited uh, for it pretty my, soon. My
0: my only condition of that, as before, I haven't read to my kids yet because I think they need to be a little older. Um, mm-hmm. There is some death, you know, characters do die, uh, right. not not horribly, not necessarily gruesomely, but it can still be jarring or shocking sometimes. Right. It's very sad. Uh, there's well, also these are a little bigger topics than what my four year old is ready for.
1: Right. Well, and yeah, I mean, I'd also you know the uh, imagination level of your child. Will affect yeah. it. I mean, we've both said it too. There's was certain series our parents didn't let us read because our imaginations were a little too wild, and we wouldn't mm-hmm. sleep that night if and, we had and read that. who
0: our kids are, I mean, we were just talk, We've been talking about all week now how our oldest is really not much of a storyteller. Yeah, she's not
1: the imagination type one. But our
0: but our boy, our older boy, he he is. He'll tell yeah. stories. <laughs> and you got to watch him because he'll start lying to you, and you got to make sure. He, you and know it's his. almost
1: like he forgets. The, like, there's a line here where you have to, you know, like, he is so off into his own little fantasy world that, yeah, he forgets, like, real world exists. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just, yeah, something to mention. Yeah, something
0: to, the, to keep in mind. Yeah. But I would really recommend the Redwall series by mm. Brian Jakes. Uh, the next one is more of, like, a, I guess a, a type of book that I grew up with, and that's the choose-your-own-adventure stories. <laughs> uh, and there's a whole slew of these. I am going to narrow that and focus that down into four books that I just absolutely loved they were written by rl stein and they were indiana jones choose your own adventure i loved indiana jones growing up oh my Mm. goodness i wanted to be indiana jones so much i i even i have at least one indiana jones hat that my wife will attest to there's at least
1: one if not two that i can think of distinctly in this house that i know of that's not your parents house i have
0: almost bought a whip on more than one occasion Uh, so, and I just absolutely loved Indiana Jones growing up. And for some reason, Earl Stein wrote these. I think there's only four of them. Mm. And there was these Indiana Jones mm-hmm. Choose Your Own Adventure books. And they were so much fun. Mostly because, of course, it was Indiana Jones. The story themselves were okay. I don't remember them being anything fantastic. Uh, but Earl Stein was just enough of a, a better writer than what you get with a lot of those series. Mm-hmm. That the story was worth being a part of. Yeah, uh, And you never quite figured out all the paths and Mm. all the ways to get there. I think we read one just a couple weeks ago with the kids, uh, some newer one, and it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was was tedious. (laughs) It was like, there's really only four endings you know and it's right. pretty obvious how you can get to each ending within you know I've, I've been reading those books I, I had read those books I, I haven't read them recently I guess <laughs> you know but I had been reading those books on and off for 20 years and I'm still not sure I have read every page in those things that's amazing you know, because it's so cool to find all of them and always find a new one and you know you always find yourself flipping through them and oh there's a picture I haven't seen this picture. How do we get to this point? You know, when are, they, when are they fighting this, you know, big cat? When is this, when are these people coming up? <laughs> you know, and you can't find him. And he's just a good enough writer that he has been able to branch off in so many different directions. Right. And give you a, a real range of adv- of adventures and of choices that actually matter. Right. So.
1: It actually gives you something to look forward to and to like, no, I got to like make a decision here and it will affect everything from here on reading it throughout the rest of the story from
0: the very beginning and onward every choice feels like it matters and you're going to get Mm -hmm. a different ending because of it and it's not always you know um good endings either yeah i had gotten indie killed more times than i can can count right and you go back and find the new way and you know sometimes Mm. you get a happy ending sometimes you don't sometimes you accomplish your goal most of the time you won't yeah it's like this is these are really well done and this is something that's really um solid for this is what you want in a choose your own adventure story right is fantastic again i think there's only four of them and they're really hard to find uh i mm-hmm. just found a, a copy of one of my ones in that uh uh oh a bookmobile was going oh, out yeah. of business and we went through and bought a bunch of books from that mm-hmm. and they had an old torn up copy it's like oh my goodness Awesome. And I grabbed that immediately because they're really hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the Indiana Jones Choose Your Own Adventure by R.L. Stein. So my, my final one in this series. Uh, oh, how do I describe these books? Let's see. <laughs> so this is it's called Fable Haven by Brandon Mull. And I'll be honest, I was a little older when these first came out. I was not still a teenager. I was not still in middle school. But I've always been a fan of fantasy, and I was teaching middle school at the time, and I always enjoy reading what the kids are reading. This is one of the books that, you know, caught my eye. Uh, Fable Haven by Brandon Moll. Brandon Mole is an adequate writer.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> and that sounds horrible, but it's like okay, he is he's just he's he's middle of the road. I mean, mm. he's not bad he's not right So don't take it as like he's a terrible writer he's author no not at all his stories are really interesting he has some really cool characters he has some really funny moments he'll make me laugh out loud occasionally you know and there are some moments where it comes up and is is something very good but he's not such a good writer that ever becomes something more than what it is Mm. It, it always is just a middle grade fantasy novel that is going to hit the same beats that you expect it to hit. Right. Um.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like that, like, you know, a ham and cheese sandwich. You know it's going to be good. It's not like a good meal, but it's good enough that you're going to, you know. And it's like, I'm not going to hate it. <laughs> no,
0: I know it's going to be a, a good story. I know he's going to, you know, leave me satisfied at the end mm-hmm. here. And I'm, I'm going to be happy the time I spent here. But it's not going to be anything that's really stuck with me. Right. Uh, and that's probably the problem. I read these books even 10 years ago now. Um, and. and mm-hmm. I can't honestly tell you (laughs) the whole story story anymore. And he just created a new series that I also just finished not long ago. Um, But again i keep giving up these series is with like four or five books each i'm gonna run out of books eventually if i do 14 in an episode um but he just did one called dragon watch which i just finished maybe a week ago Mm -hmm. and the first one in that dragon watch series i thought was just fantastic it was like holy cow brandon mole has grown as a writer this is awesome where did this come from? <laughs> then I read the next four, and was like, oh no, he's still just Brandon. <laughs> he's still a uh, decent. He's good. He's adequate. He yeah. will hit all the same beats. He will do. He will accomplish right. his goal. His characters have good arcs. His plot has a solid plot line. Don't expect anything different. Yeah. You know. But go into it knowing that. I mean, he doesn't do anything that's disagreeable. He didn't do anything that I, you know, struggled with that I fought with. I mean, maybe at the end of the last book, he had a little. Theology in there that I thought was out of place, but it wasn't necessarily bad or wrong. I don't know how right. to say that. Oh, yeah. It just wasn't necessarily something that was Christian and it wasn't necessarily something that was needed. But it wasn't horrible. It wasn't oh, yeah. you know satanic by any means. It was <laughs> just not Christian theology. Right. So he's a, he's an adequate author, and I mm-hmm. and so I I would recommend him. I really would because I think if, yeah I think if you
1: well and I think I mean there's so much anymore especially when you get to middle grade fiction how much fiction do you see come through those library doors that you would never want any kid ever picking up a lot that's like 90 percent. i mean the biggest complaint i hear on all my homeschool boards and stuff is like what do i get for my middle school age kids Mm -hmm. there's nothing i want them out there that's been written in like the last 10 years that i want my kid to pick up and read because everything i'm seeing is just awful and so it sounds bad but these middle of the road authors that are just giving you good solid stories anymore are actually really gold
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> i mean it sounds bad but it's true it's like we shouldn't be this ecstatic over a middle of and, the road author and we can be because of what's out there anymore
0: and, and that's a good point i mean when you compare him to the same other, other types of the same type of writing other authors of the same type that's what makes him stand head over shoulders mm-hmm. over everyone because he is able to gel a s- solid Adequate story that doesn't leave me frustrated, doesn't make me mad, doesn't make me want to go on to Goodreads and write a thirty-page. You know, this is why you're wrong about everything in life. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, this is solid. I en- again, I enjoy the characters, I enjoy the plot, I had a fun time here. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with this. And you know,
1: anymore, that's that's a win. <laughs> it is. You
0: know, and if you can get kids reading like that, um, I. You know, I I don't know every every book like this in this grouping kind of always gets compared to Harry Potter, mm. right, wrong, or otherwise fair or not, they always get compared to Harry Potter. Harry Potter started this whole thing of middle school middle grade fiction, right? And I would put Brandon Mole probably a step above um, Harry Potter. Oh JK wow, J.K. Rowling, uh, J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter gets propped up by some very well done movies mm-hmm. that stuck very well to even you kind of enjoyed the movies and you never even read the books, which is I say kind of enjoyed you. Stayed awake through most of them. I stayed
1: awake through most of them, which in today's world, in my life, that's that's actually a win. You know, (laughs)
0: Harry Potter was incredibly propped up, and I think these stories are better. I think they're more fun, more imaginative. Okay. Uh, Harry Potter gets way more credit than it deserves.
1: Ooh, throwing down the gauntlet! Either like, someone's gonna be mad because you read Harry Potter, or someone's gonna be mad because you didn't like Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> 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 and that's the problem. Uh, we won't get into Harry Potter. That's another episode, maybe a special episode sometime, <laughs> where we'll have to talk about Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> um, but that uh, I, I would recommend giving Fable Haven a look by Brandon Mull. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would say I think you'd enjoy it. I think anyone would enjoy it. Um, just don't expect to be blown away by right. it so those are my three books that i, or my, I guess my three series is <laughs> again <laughs> i just gave you 20 books in 15 minutes <laughs> i'm gonna run out of stories here eventually uh but definitely give fable Haven by brandon mole the choose your own adventure indiana jones by earl stein and the red wall by brian jakes and thanks for spending your time with us uh, i am nick the Games screen dad with me is our wife amber of AmbitionsForChrist.com. please like subscribe find us on facebook drop us a line at AmbitionsForChrist.com. and this has been the family bookshelf thank you and good night